Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello and welcome back to the What We Said podcast. I'm JC. I'm Chelsea. This is the Palm Springs edition. We're coming to you live from Palm Springs, California. We're the si- most beautiful place in the world. It's so pretty here. The weather is so nice. We're staying at a cute little Airbnb. Very mid-century modern. Yes, we love it. Very cool vibe. We did get kind of spooky vibes when we walked in. Yeah. A little bit. Well, Palm Springs is just kind of an older town. Mm-hmm. You know, older residents, some might say. And sometimes it just reminds you of like uh, old houses, you know, old spirits, some would say. But did you sleep well last night? Yeah, I slept great. Because I slept great. And, you know, that's what really matters. Yeah, it's true. There's lots to uh, talk about, I feel like. There's lots going on. So we're here for Chelsea's birthday. Kind of a late birthday girls trip Mm -hmm. celebration. You just turned 26. I did. It's a big, that's a big one. Yeah. Kind of. You're it's over like, the hump of 25. You're I know. nearing 30. I'm closer to 30 than I am to 20. <gasps> Isn't that kind of crazy? It's terrifying. I'm right there with you. So my anniversary is two days from my birthday. So, you know, I thought that would be a great idea when, when I was planning my wedding. Like how fun for my anniversary to be right by my birthday. But it just causes a lot of stress for Nick, I think, because it's like a double whammy of like the two days that he should be celebrating me are like two days apart. Mm-hmm. And I want them to be separate, you know. It's like if your birthday is close to Christmas, it's like don't give me a combined Christmas birthday Exactly. But we went to Cabo for last week. We went to this resort. It's called the Nobu Resort. And it was absolutely stunning. The resort was so beautiful. The staff was so nice. Everything was like so well taken care of. And like it was the best service I've ever had in my life. And we just literally did nothing for the entire week and laid by the pool and had an ocean view and it was just so relaxing. It's everything I needed. And now I get to do it again this week. Love that. Yeah. I had like two days and I was like, oh, maybe I don't want to go lay by the pool again. And then I had one day where I wasn't. I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready, <laughs> I'm ready to get ready back to go into do nothing it. again. Yeah. It's been fun. And let me, let me tell you guys a little story about how I got scammed <laughs> by a cake, by a bakery. We, our luck with cake is just not the best. It's not it. So I don't actually know if I got scammed. I just think I did. I'm not going to say the name of the bakery because maybe they actually didn't scam me and I don't want to give them bad press, if you will. But basically... You don't want to pull a Demi Lovato? Exactly. (laughs) That was shocking. If you guys know, if you know, you know. The froyo. shocking turn of events. The froyo. And now I will say, even though she gave it negative attention, I want to go try the froyo because... Um, I went to the Instagram of the Froyo place that she was like ragging on. And there were thousands of comments that were like, this is LA's best frozen yogurt place. Like they have dairy free. They have this and this like, and they, and people love it. So I'm like, mm. now I'm looking to go try it. Yeah. I'm looking to go try it as well. Anyway, we'll keep you updated with our Froyo journey. But I wanted to order Chelsea a special cake for her birthday. And last year I made you a chocolate vegan cake. Yeah. It was pretty good. It was really good. And this year I was like, I actually thought about making one again. And then I was like, it might be fun to get one made at a bakery and have like almost make it kind of fun or funny. My first route actually was to get like the cute minimalist cakes like they do on Pinterest, you know, one of those made. 
But shockingly, I couldn't really find anyone in LA that does that, especially that does plant-based ones. Mm, yeah. And I thought that that would be like the hub for that. I'm like, if if anywhere does it, it's going to be in LA, right? Yeah. But I didn't find anyone. So that was my first route was to go like the cute aesthetic route. Then I was like, I should just do something more, you didn't. F- more funny and like fun and get, you know, an anime on the top of the cake or something. <laughs> yeah. And I know nothing about anime. All I know is that you like Captain Levi from Attack on Titan. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know, you make TikToks about it and whatever. So that's, I was like, that's the only character I know of that's like, you know. The love of my life. Exactly. So I took it upon myself to Photoshop a graphic. I found it. I just like Google searched Captain Levi. I found a photo of him. Photoshopped happy birthday, Chelsea coming out of like a little word bubble mouth Be bubble honest, thing. when you when you Google search Captain Levi, did you get any butterflies whatsoever looking at the photos of him? I'm like, I did have to leave the room. Um, <laughs> so, um, it didn't take me long to find, that was like one of the first photos I saw of him. And I was like, that's the one because he's like so dead on. Anyway, so I Photoshopped happy birthday, Chelsea. And it was so cute. I sent it to this bakery. The first bakery couldn't do it. It was like too short of notice. And then the second bakery, they were like, yep, we can do it. We just need like two days notice. And I was like, cool, because I was giving them like five days notice. Yeah. So then I I wanted it delivered on your birthday, which is on Sunday, because I wanted to be like fresh. I was going to because we were coming over to your house. I was like, oh, they can deliver it in like the early afternoon and then I'll bring it over in the evening Mm -hmm. on Sunday. I get a call on Friday from a random number. Don't answer because I never answer random numbers. And then they like leave me a voicemail immediately and they're like, hey, it's the bakery. Like we're here. And I'm like, what? I see that on the voicemail. So I call back. I'm like, hi, sorry. I just got a call from you. And the guy says he's outside of my front door with the cake. What the? And it's Friday. And I'm like, okay, you're okay. So we're a few days too early at this point, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, kind of almost three days earlier than I wanted it. And I'm like, okay. And so Leif, I'm not even like dressed. So I was like, Leif, can you go get the cake? So he goes and gets it. And like, it looks great and everything. I'm like, cute. But I'm like, why is it delivered today? So I I was like, maybe we messed up because me and Beth placed the order together. And I was like, maybe we accidentally didn't say Sunday. I'm checking with Beth. She's like, I told them Sunday a million times. Like I told them in the email, I called them, verified that it was Sunday, whatever. So at that point I was kind of like, wait, I'm paying money to get this cake delivered freshly to me on Sunday and you delivered it like multiple days too early to me. And there's like the the um, graphic on the top. I'm afraid it's going to get just like yeah. soggy and weird because of the way that it, it's kind of hard to explain. So at first I was like, eh, I don't want to be annoying. Like I can just keep it in the refrigerator until Sunday. But then I'm like, wait, no, I'm like paying to get this custom cake made. It should at least be fresh like the day that yeah. I want it. And I told them a million times as well. And I'm like paying full price. So we call them back um, and we say, hey, um, this was actually supposed to be delivered on Sunday, whatever. The guy's like, okay, so sorry about that. Super nice, super accommodating. He's like, I'm going to come back and grab the cake from you. And then we'll remake one and bring it back on Sunday. Wow. I was kind of confused why he wanted to come get the cake from me. Yeah, if he's remaking it. I'm like, what? Okay. not. I'm like, I, maybe they're going to like use it for some, I don't know what, but I was like, whatever. So he came and got the cake. I'm making this story way too long, but long story short, then they re-delivered it on Sunday. Like they said they would 100% same cake. And I know that because I took a photo of it before and it had certain little like imperfections, you know? Yeah. I wasn't taking photo to, to see the imperfections. I was just taking a photo because I was like, oh, was, like, I just yeah. want to remember what it looked like. And it had like certain smudges, like just like little things about it that I was like, I compared the photos. They were exact. Oh, so I know geez. for a fact that they just gave you the same, gave the cake. same cake. Yeah. Because why else would they come why would they it take up? it back? The only thing they did is add like a little bit of dark chocolate on the outside. Um, well, they had to, to make it look different. Exactly. So I'm like, okay. And the cake was good. Like it wasn't yeah, like it was, it was gross or dry. So I'm like, maybe it would have just been fine. But I feel like that's kind of scammy to like be like, yeah. oh, we're going to come get it. We're going to remake I it. I bet they forgot. And then they just give me the same one. Yeah, I bet they forgot. And then Sunday they were like, shiz, dude, we can't make another cake. Yeah. Anywho, so that's the story about how I got scammed. Well, it was still amazing and it still tasted great. Great. Well, and it was still so cute. Also, Jason got, got me this, um, this charm bracelet. If you're a 2000s, you know, if the you grew up baby. in the 2000s, mm-hmm. you know these charm bracelets that would 
best known for pinching arm hair and skin on your, you know, wrist. They're like silver little links. Yes. You know what it's called? An Italian charm bracelet. Oh. I found that out when I was like searching. So I'm like, what the heck is that thing even called? They have one in gold and silver. Oh my gosh. It's so cute. I'm obsessed with it. So for everyone asking, because my phone started blowing up after you posted about it. Mm -hmm. And after I I posted on TikTok too, and people like, where the heck did you get that? I want that. To answer your question, I got it from Etsy on Etsy. Just go to Italian charm bracelet Hmm. and you'll find like different shops that have them. The shop that I got yours from had literally a thousand different charms to choose from. And I had so much fun customizing it. I, I love through, a good customized item. I went through and and found all the different charms that like, you know, I thought you would like or that you would um that resonate would resonate with, with you. Yes. I I put a Hawaii charm on there because Chelsea's never been to Hawaii and she always mm-hmm. talks about it. Oh no, no, no. I don't talk about it all the time. We Everybody in it. my entire life who I know close to me mentions Hawaii. I don't know why, but it gets brought up at least once a week somehow from somebody. <laughs> And then we're like, oh, wait, Chelsea's yeah, never been. Oh, wait, so never weird. Been. That's crazy. So I put a Hawaii charm on there for her. We did an I love dogs. We did a best friends charm, a tennis mom yes. charm. You know, we got, we got them all unlocked. No, I was obsessed with it. The cake, the bracelet. Love it. Also, I must just be like, I always think like, oh, it's just funny that I like, like Captain Levi. And then my sister also painted me a painting of Captain Levi for my birthday. And I'm like, oh, I'm like actually obsessed, I guess, because everybody... Like you're like that is not my identity. Yeah. Apparently, I'm, I'm fine with. It. I, I love have gotten Captain BTS Levi. on your cake. You could have done all of them. Yeah, I'm like you could have done both, but you, <laughs> you chose the you, you chose the easier better. route. <laughs> no, I love them all. As we're talking about accessorizing and looking cute for the summertime, I can't help but tell you guys about Missouri. I have three pieces from Missouri on my body pretty much at all times. I'm actually going to post them on the story, the specific names of them, so that you guys can shop the specific pieces that I wear every day. But I absolutely love Missouri. They have so many amazing options. So Missouri makes fine jewelry for every day. Their pieces are fairly priced, handcrafted, ethically sourced, and made to last. Missouri has new limited edition drops every Monday, unlike traditional jewelers who only roll out new styles for holidays. So they're always keeping you looking fresh and in style. So they have 14 karat solid gold staples. That's what I have. That's the two rings that I wear and the little like curb chain necklace I wear every single day. And they also have like tiny little hoops. Yes, Um, I have some of those and they're amazing. Yeah, really thin chains that are made for layering, plus sterling silver, pearls, diamonds, and even leather jewelry cases to keep it all in place. Missouri just really, it just really hits the spot, you know? Mm -hmm. With Mother's Day coming up, you can go the distance with Missouri's curated gift guides for every type of mom and mom figure on your list. From styles under $200 to personalized engravables, you choose the gift and they'll take care of the rest. Gift wrapping included. Need help deciding what to gift? Well, you can try their virtual shopping so you can live chat with a Missouri stylist one-on-one. If you have questions like what's their style, pieces for, you know, their lifestyle, they can help you out. You can also get free shipping on all U.S. and Canada orders, plus easy returns and a two-year warranty. So head to Missouri.com slash what we said for 10% off your first order. That's M-E-J-U-R-I.com slash what we said for 10% off your first order. Check it out. Mango, rose, pear, and eucalyptus. Oh my, which one's your favorite? Because those are just some of the amazing scents available with Function of Beauty's customized shampoo and conditioner. So Function of Beauty is the world leader in fully customized hair care. They create your unique formula based on a short but thorough quiz to give your hair everything it needs to look and feel its best. Every product is sulfate and paraben-free, vegan, cruelty-free, and there are over 60,000 real five-star customer reviews. So they have so many amazing fragrances to choose from. Your hair is going to smell amazing. They have tropical mango, sweet peach, crisp pear, or subtler scents such as lavender, rose, eucalyptus, and if fragrance is not for you, that's totally okay because you can get unscented as well. So I actually right now have the unscented one with no fragrance in it, but I've also tried the sweet peach fragrance and it smells absolutely fantastic. It smells like my head. I dipped it in a pool of summer. (laughs) Um, I love Function of Beauty. I'm actually so sad because I texted in the group chat this morning. We're out of town. And I said, did anybody bring shampoo and conditioner? Because I freaking forgot my Function of Beauty cute little travel pack at home. I didn't put it in my bag like an idiot. And my hair is absolutely missing it. So turn your beauty routine into an aromatherapy session, a tropical getaway, even, you know, it's summer. 
So go to functionofbeauty.com slash what we said to take your quiz and save 20% on your first order. That applies to their full range of customized hair, skin, and body products. That's functionofbeauty.com slash what we said to let them know you heard about it here and to get 20% off your order. Functionofbeauty.com slash what we said. Well, should we get into the topic of today's episode, which we never talk about in the beginning on accident? Okay, well, today's episode is Hot Girl Summer 101. Take a seat, get your notes out. We're giving you all of the details about how to have the hottest girl summer you've ever freaking had in your entire life. For anyone who's like, what the freak are you saying? Hot girl summer, like what's going on? That was, was that kind of last year that the trend started? Yes. Didn't Megan the Stallion, Megan the Stallion um, start that? I like one of her songs or something. I don't know. Basically it was a trend of being a hot girl during the summer. And so we love that. Now it's kind of turned into a fun. It's just like a term of, yeah, an idea of basically just thriving in the summertime. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. So we asked you guys on Instagram, we said, what does hot girl summer mean to you? We also were just kind of brainstorming ideas. As if this is like some serious, we're like, what does this mean to you? (laughs) Hot girl summer. But the majority of people said that it means, as I was just like skimming through them a little bit, it means being confident in your own skin. Yeah. Thriving, not caring what other people think. Living your best life. Exactly. So, oh, someone said, it makes me nauseous because I feel like I don't belong. Well, girl, buckle the heck up. You belong. And we're going to tell you why and how. You can start with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'll let you know when I find out. If anyone has any tips, please send them my way. Well, it's, it's kind of like we've been talking about when summer rolls around. I feel like especially for girls and for women and probably maybe for everyone, you kind of start feeling a little bit of pressure to have like your you know, dream body body. and look cute in summer clothes and summer vacations, beach trips. Yeah. And it can be hard when you're not feeling super confident to even be excited. Like I've, I know I felt that way when I'm not super happy with my body or just how I'm feeling. And someone's like, we should do a beach trip. And I'm just like, that's sounds horrible because I feel ugly. You know, so the goal is to feel like I've never felt that, but that sounds interesting. Cool. <laughs> Just kidding. Like I'm kidding. I had an eating disorder. My <laughs> <laughs> the goal is to feel like a hot girl all summer long. Not even all summer long, all year long, ladies. Love that. Well, I think first and foremost, we asked you guys a couple of questions and just like polls, just to kind of see what your guys' feeling surrounding, you know, body image and summertime and, you know, experiencing comparison and FOMO, especially in the summer. And something that has helped me tremendously overcome that comparison and get over, you know, when you do go to a beach trip and you're like, I just don't feel great in this swimsuit, you know, pictures are being taken or you're feeling just like bleh, Mm -hmm. is understanding that the way that you look should and will someday have no impact on how you have fun, how you feel, and like how much you love yourself basically. So I said this in one of my TikToks a while ago, but, and this is something we talk about in our, in our bounce boss course law as well, especially when it comes to the health is like, why do we have to, you know, when everybody says everybody is beautiful, don't worry. We're all hot girls. We're all beautiful girls. Like we have to try and convince ourselves so much that we're all beautiful. It's like, we try and convince each other of that so much, but it's like, why do we feel like we have to be attractive to love ourselves. Like, why do we feel like something has to be attractive in order to love it? Like in order for it to be lovable, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. We just like put those two together so much. So if you can kind of separate them and think of them as completely separate tasks, it's like loving yourself and having fun has nothing to do with what you look like. And I know that's like very much easier said than done. Trust me, I know. But the more that you bring awareness to that and that like um, remind yourself of that, the easier and the more fun summer gets and the more fun beach trips get and you care less about when photos are taken of you because you're just having a fun time, whatever it looks like, you're like, it's fine, whatever. I don't care if the Mm -hmm. world sees this. The worst feeling ever is when you are so self-critical and you're so like, you have such low self-esteem that when people take photos of you, you're just like, your worst fear is like go to getting out on the internet or like Mm -hmm. being posted or you just like, it ruins your entire day when you see a photo of yourself. Like that is the worst place to be in. And I think we both have been there Mm -hmm. and it's like, we still have days where we get like that. But 
if you are feeling like that right now, like overwhelmingly, just know that first of all, that will not last forever. Like you will grow up and kind of grow out of that. Mm -hmm. And it's very much possible to do that sooner than later. Yeah. And I think- With some help. I think not putting so much emphasis on appearance and looks and your body, not putting the emphasis on it. I don't know how to word this, but basically not being critical of yourself or others because whatever you struggle with, whether you are like more critical of other people or you're more critical of yourself, if you work on that and try to be less critical, the other thing will benefit. So if you find yourself, that's how I feel. I feel like I am so overly self-critical about certain things to the point where I'm actually very critical of others. And I'm like, why would they do that? Because I'm very hard on myself. It's kind of like what you had said last week about like you accept kind of like you accept the love you think you deserve. You, you will only accept, um, you only let others abuse you as much as you abuse yourself. Exactly. And I think if you, something I've been consciously trying to do actually is, not put really any emphasis on my body or other people's body. Like I try actually to not compliment other people's bodies. Like, yeah, because it's not important. No, like it it doesn't matter if, even though I think, you know, we're together right now with Beth and it's like, I think you guys look amazing in your swimsuits, but it's like, I'm not going to be like, Ooh, your body looks awesome because there's so much more to you that's way more important than that. That's a yeah, and, million times better. So, and also they change. So it's like when people do say, that's why people when they're younger have so much, especially girls who tend to be like a lot skinnier when they're younger. And then when they go through second puberty, they kind of like come into womanhood and like gain curves. They have such a problem because their whole life as an, like their identity growing up was like everyone was complimenting their body or not even maybe complimenting, but like being skinny was their identity. Oh, I feel like that's me. Like everyone's always like, you're yeah. so tiny. You're so petite. I felt like if I gain weight, like yeah. I'm going to be, I'm just going to, I'm going to lose my identity because yeah. I've always been a small little tiny girl. Yeah. So then if it changes, then because you think that's what other people know me and love me for, that changes I'm going to be just worthless. Mm-hmm. And it's how you feel when you're young. I think for a lot of girls, it's like you get that panic of like, okay, people said I looked good here and now I weigh a little bit more. Now no one thinks I'm cute. I'm sure of it. You know what I mean? You just like mm-hmm. you latch onto that. So I think, yeah, compliments like you look so beautiful, not anything specific about like, wow, look at that, you know, Your tiny. Abs. Yeah. It's just literally when you actually stop to think about it, it does not matter yeah. at all. You know what I want to read to you guys actually really fast that I just remembered because I've genuinely, this has like stuck with me for a very long time. That's why I'm bringing this up right now. I think I'll be able to find it pretty fast. Becca Tilly, who was on The Bachelor mm-hmm. a while ago or Bachelor, I don't remember, but she posted this a long time ago. She posted this like over a year ago and then she reposted it because it like really stuck with a lot of people. So she wrote this. I had a moment the other day that really changed my perspective on how I view my physical appearance. I was thinking no one has ever impacted me by being beautiful or having a perfect body. It might get my initial attention or even be inspiring, but it's never been the reason I remembered that. Why am I literally crying? (laughs) She gotcha. She got me there. I'm impacted by people for their kindness, their loyalty, their patience, their generosity, their vulnerability, et cetera. I've never said she changed my life because she was pretty and skinny. We spend so much time worrying about the thing that means the least to people. Yeah. So true. Yeah. It's like to us, it means the most for some reason, like especially as women growing up and with TikTok and with Instagram, it's like all you see and you think like you see them getting so many likes, you see them getting so many followers. You genuinely think like that is the most important thing. If I have that, I will be happy. Promise you, you will not. No. It's the same thing as like, oh, if I get more of this, if I get more of this, if I get this, enter expectation here, then I'll be happy. Mm -hmm. Never effing works. It's like, it's the age of Have you ever met a pretty girl? Have you ever met a pretty girl? It's like, I have absolutely no worries and I'm 100% happy all the time. It's like, no. No. I mean, th- there's lots of positive people and I'm sure, you know, maybe there is one gem out there, but it's like, nobody has a perfect life. So why the heck <laughs> don't you just love your life? Because it's the only one that you have right now. Exactly. And it's you know, only who knows if past have. life exists, but all we know is this is the life that we have. This is the body that you have. There's literally... 
if you can go look in the mirror and be like, this is the face that I will always have. Right. Like, so why am I wasting time trying to change it? Or like, why am I wasting time trying to change my body? That being said, I don't, I don't know if this is like a good time to transition into yeah, the, next, go ahead. the next part. But I tell a lot of my clients like, yes, eating healthy is important. Yes, like exercising is important. There's health benefits to this. You want to take care of the one body that you have. The thing that you should be, the thing that I compare it to is like brushing your teeth. So when you brush your teeth, you do it as a task. Like we all do it, hopefully morning and night. When you brush your teeth, you're not thinking about the last time you brushed your teeth. You're not thinking about the next time you're brushing your teeth. Did I do the last time right? Is this going to make like such a big impact? Like you're not stressing about it. You just do it and you're done with it. And that's how doing things like eating healthy and working out should be. It shouldn't have all of this weight on it. Like Mm -hmm. if you can make it just as small and as simple, but like a task that you just do with not so much weight and emotion attached to it, then you can do it and it's fine. And that's why people, I think, get confused of like, oh, don't tell people like you don't have to lose weight. You don't have to do this is because they can't see that you can just get rid of the attachment because you can. You can get rid of the attachment to the outcome of doing those things and just do them as tasks and knowing because that's what I, that's what's good for me and I enjoy doing it and I know I feel better when I do it. But it doesn't yeah. have to be this whole thing like, well, I'm trying to I'm trying so hard to change the way that I look. I've worked out both ways trying so hard desperately to change the way that my body looked like hoping somehow the next time I would look in the mirror because of what I did at the gym and what I ate that my body would just be completely different and I've also worked out literally not even expecting or wanting anything to change and not because I'm like this is the I have the perfect body but it's like I just don't have any expectations I don't think about it like that I just like moving my body I like working out and I can tell you first of all your results will actually probably be better second mm-hmm. the second way and you'll also be so much happier because you're not holding on to so much stress as yeah. well which is going to add to yes ex- holding on to Hold extra on to weight and all of yeah. that other stuff anyway i know it's it's a really hard line for me because i get confused of which is diet culture and which is anti diet like i'm like i get mixed up when i say them and yeah. is this controversial should i not be saying well i don't know what you're about to say i'm like i'm about to drop <laughs> a bomb no i'm not going to say anything controversial i'm just saying like it's hard because it's like we have one side of, you know, people who are very, I guess, anti-diet culture, which is like, eat whatever the heck you want, do whatever you want, you know? Mm-hmm. And then we have the opposite end where it's like, you need to eat this many calories if you want to do this. Yeah. And I don't even really know what my point is here. I just feel like there's such- You get lost in the world. Yeah, you yeah. get lost in it and you're like, oh my gosh, like what's right? What's wrong? Like this seems too extreme. This also seems too extreme. It's like, mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard to imagine that you really can just live in a balance of like eating, you know, decently healthy because it makes yeah. you feel good and there's health benefits and moving your body because it feels good and also because it's going to help you, you know, be stronger and have more stamina, yeah. but not getting obsessed with it. Yeah, I found myself like towing that line where I'm like, I don't want to be like obsessing over every single thing that I'm putting in my body. But at the same time, because Leif was saying in one of my vlogs recently, I was talking about intuitive eating because he was saying like, I need to eat this many calories. And I was like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, not on my channel, sir. (laughs) Yeah, We're not like spreading that message because he's trying to gain weight because he wants to just gain muscle. He's trying to eat more is what Mm -hmm. he was saying. And he burns so many calories when he runs and stuff. And anyway, I came in and I was like, no, you need to intuitively eat. And he's like, well, if I do that, I'm going to eat candy all day. And I was like, no, you won't. Because intuitively eating is like more, you know, and you're better to speak on this than me. But it's like, to me, that means like honoring when you're hungry. Like if you're hungry, it's not like now I get to eat a dozen of donuts because that's like, I just want sweets. But it's like, okay, I'm hungry. So I get to eat right now. Like what would make me genuinely feel the best? Isn't that more what intuitive eating is anyway? And and intuitive eating nowadays gets very hard because it's not like back in, you know, caveman times where intuitive eating was like, you went and found food and basically all the food you can find is good for you. It's like, you can't really go out and find like berries that are like donuts nowadays. You know what I mean? But nowadays, everything that's like not healthy for you is so accessible to you. And it's almost harder to get the healthier foods. So that's why it gets hard because you're like, I am intuitive eating, but this is very like, okay, well, I want McDonald's. That sounds good. Intuitive eating, I think has to have a combination. This is why Mm -hmm. in my course, like clean eating 101 on Balanced Boss is one of my main parts of it is 
um, nutrition, basically education, just like a basic education of nutrition and knowing like what food groups you should be having each day to, you know, have a healthy balanced diet and not, not like perfectly. Okay. I need to check off these boxes, but if you know, okay, you know, mushrooms give me iron and this and this, and I need to have legumes. I need to have some whole grains. I need to incorporate some more greens or cruciferous vegetables or whatever it is. Yeah. If you know that it's a lot easier to make better decisions versus somebody who has no clue. Yeah. Grew up eating fast food and sugar. And it's like, we're all addicted to sugar anyway. So then intuitive eating to them does seem like cookies and donuts and candy. Right. But it's a little harder. It's easier said than done, I guess. Yeah. Nowadays. Definitely. It's weird at this age more than ever. I've found myself fluctuating, like my weight fluctuating and stuff like that. I mean, I kind of talked about that in quarantine a little bit when I did a solo episode mm-hmm. about like gaining weight. And someone actually just recently, not to turn this into like all about weight by any means, but someone recently asked me in a Q&A on Instagram. They're like, how often do you weigh yourself? And I realized I was like, I don't even think I have a scale. I asked Leif, I'm like, yeah. do we own a scale? Because I never weigh myself. And I had to weigh myself at the doctor the other day. And I was like, definitely the most I've ever, I think the most I've ever weighed. Mm -hmm. And that like, it's so weird how that just like shakes you. Like I, I've, since I've gotten married, I've probably from that, that time I've gained 15, 20 pounds. Yeah. And like that kind of shook me when I saw how much it was, I was like, what the, and for a moment it like genuinely made me feel bad. I was like, yeah, "Um, you feel sad. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, why do I weigh that much? And then I realized like, a lot of it is muscle, like muscle that I've gained. And a lot of it is not, but it's like, or probably half of it's not, but it's like, it's really just not a big deal. I I was going to say like, honestly, a tip for hot girl summer, throw out the freaking scale. It does not matter. Yeah. Well, also it's just, it's weird that you weighed the exact same before and after you got on the scale, but because you saw it, it made you sad. And that's what I always say about when people see photos of themselves, like they're having the best day and then someone takes a photo. This happens to me all the time. Like there's a photo and then I see it. And I'm like, my day is ruined. Like, oh, okay, 100%. I'm not having fun anymore. Remember that one photo that I showed you when we were shooting the um, like protein shake thing? I sent it to you. I'm like, there's oh, no way. Yeah. Like I, that ruined my day. Yeah. Like later the photo of me, I'm like, I am a monster. Like I'm like, yeah. I'm ugly. Yeah. I'm huge. And I literally hate myself and it ruined my day. Yeah. It ruins your day. And it's weird because I was talking to one of my clients who had that exact same situation. I asked her, I'm like, I think I've shared the story a million times before, but I don't care. I was asking her when was the last time she felt pure happiness and joy. And she was like, Oh, a couple days ago, we were like kayaking and we were in nature and I was with my friends and family. I loved it. It was so fun. And I was having such a great day. Um, she's like, well, then someone took a photo of me on the kayak and showed it to me. And like, my day was ruined after that. And I was like, Literally what actually changed when you were feeling, you said pure joy, you were feeling pure joy and then feeling absolutely horrible about yourself, literally only seeing yourself and judging yourself. Like your own judgment created a false reality of hopelessness and sadness that didn't need to happen. It's like you, it's it's just proof that like mindset is everything and your mind is very powerful. And it's like a lot, I think, oh, what did she just post? Indy just posted something about like how when you're just in your head all day, it's like your life is just miserable. And then it's like, if you can really just step outside, like be present and like, I don't mean physically, I just mean mentally, like get out of your head. Yeah. It's crazy just how much happiness can be opened up to you. Oh, 100%. Literally being present is the key to happiness. For sure. And I I think find this little thing really quick. Oh, it says, you make your life hard by always being in your head. Life is simple. Get out of your head and get into the moment. Yeah. And it's like, when I read that even, I'm like, ooh, I feel called out. Because it's so true. It's like, we just like make up these narratives and these crazy things in our head. And then it ruins our day. Yeah. When we could have had a totally fine day. Yeah. If you guys have not read The Four Agreements yet, honestly, like what the heck are you doing? Because I've recommended it a million times. But if you're new, I don't blame you. But he talks about that, how we basically in our own mind have the power to create a beautiful world or we can create hell, basically. Exactly. And either we can choose to live in either one. And it's really as simple as that, like choosing to live in one or the other. And we get to create our own reality. Like we get to create our own movie scene. We can make our lives like this romantic comedy if we wanted to. We can make our lives so much better just by changing our mindset by being present and stop overthinking everything. And the other thing is that I think has helped me the most with self-confidence 
first of all, is detaching what I look like and, and people complimenting me or saying negative things about me just holds absolutely no weight. Like it, whether someone compliments my body or, or insults it, it's the same to me. It's just like, okay, whatever. That's just literally how they have grown up. All of their opinions, all of their preferences has come to this point in their life where they are now saying this about my body. It has nothing to do with me, whether it's good or bad has nothing to do with me. And it, it will not change my mood based on what they think about me. And that's powerful to get to that point with any facet of your life is to be open to anything anyone says because yeah. it doesn't hold very much weight over you because you know who you are. And it's so that yeah. those little things don't matter to you. Yeah. And no one cares about you as much as you think they do. No. Even if they're, nobody cares about the way that you look at all. No, literally no one cares. Literally if this sounds blunt and harsh, I don't care because no one cares. Yeah. Especially a random person on the street yeah. or at the beach. They do not care. Yeah. And I've said this a million times. If they do, screw them. Who cares? Yeah. It's like if they genuinely think you look so bad in a swimsuit, what, uh, uh, you're never going to see them again and they have a miserable life. No, if they will forget you about like you that, in five seconds. They'll forget about you in two seconds and go back to hating the, their own body or exactly. whatever they're criticizing about themselves. It literally does not matter. And no. the people that you should be surrounding yourself with anyway, don't care about that. No. So there's no need to get so insecure. I totally understand. It's like, I don't want to invalidate people because I get insecure all the time about... yeah the way I look. So it's not like I'm perfect by any means. Yeah. And by also doing that, I've noticed, and this might just be a personal thing, but by detaching the way that I look with how I feel about myself and like my worth, it's just like completely two separate things is I've understood that literally anybody can be quote unquote hot. It's like, first of all, if you believe that you're hot, then that exists in your mind and there's no other alternate reality to that because that's all you know if you think I'm hot and even with you know if people say no or yes or whatever no one can change that and you just go the rest of your life living as a hot person and the other thing is is ever since I've kind of thought that I now think everybody is hot in their own way like not like oh everyone's sexual but like you know what I mean just hot as in like hot girl summer I'm just trying to stay on theme (laughs) like beautiful in their own way where it's like you no matter what you look like you can literally be hot by your confidence, by your humor, by your, you can be a, a hot by your appearance. But if, if you just want to do that as a task, like, Hey, I'm just going to work out. I can, you know, do my makeup. I can get dressed in, in a certain way. I can change my hair up. I can add this or this. And, and you just have fun with it. Just like brushing your teeth. It has nothing to do with how you feel about yourself. It's just like, Oh, this is fun. I'm going to paint a picture. Yeah. If you think about it like that, it's just like, Oh, it's way less I don't know, just like, I have to look beautiful. I have to look this way. Like, I can't let people see me without makeup because it's just like, no, this just is a fun thing that I do. Dressing up is fun. And if I want to do it, I can. If I don't, I don't have to. But it's just literally for fun. Exactly. And have you seen that trend where people will be like, basically, I mean, it's kind of silly, but they'll record themselves and be like, you know, with no confidence, quote unquote, kind of just like sitting there and being like all mousy. And then they'll record, they'll do like a transition and like nothing will change. They didn't like get ready or anything. It's yeah. like they look the same as they did, but they're like just like so confident, like mouthing the words. And they're just basically saying like, look at the difference between me when I'm like eh, insecure and shy. And then like when I'm like, oh, I'm confident. And like yeah. I know I'm pretty. Yeah. And it's crazy because a lot of them, it's like a serious so change. true. I'm like, what yeah. the heck? I thought you like changed your makeup because yeah. you look so much just more confident. And I think confidence is the number one thing we should all be working on in general because it's going to make you a happier person it's going to make you a less critical person and it's something I work on all the time like you know internally I guess and outwardly yeah no 100% that's that's what's really going to make you have the hottest summer of all yeah Chelsea and I have become huge beverage gals lately. And on this Palm Springs trip, we actually bought a bunch of snacks. And one of the huge priorities for us is to have lots of drinks as well for when we're podcasting, hanging out, watching TV, when we're by the pool, you know, a nice cold drink just cannot be beat. It really can't. So we're very excited about our new sponsor, Huzzah. They have a bold probiotic seltzer with benefits. So they add probiotics to their seltzer to help support a healthy gut. And having a healthy gut is extremely important. And it's really nice that we can get health benefits from a super delicious drink like this. 
It's great when chilled, but you can also store them at room temperature. Perfect for a picnic, a beach day. Like I said, a day by the pool, hanging out with friends, having a little get together at home. Um, you can experience bold flavors with just three grams of sugar. They have three delicious flavors. They have raspberry and lemon, strawberry and hibiscus, and juicy pear. My personal favorite is the strawberry and hibiscus flavor. I, I've been around the block with drinks, I feel like. And this is one of my favorites. I love how refreshing it feels. And I know I'm doing something good for my gut, you know, at the end of the day. Love that. Get your cooler ready and stock up on Huzzah Probiotic Seltzer by using code what we said for 20% off your order at drinkhuzzah.com. That's code what we said for 20% off at drinkhuzzah.com. That's code what we said for 20% off at drink, H-U-Z-Z-A-H.com. If you're looking for breezy basics that you won't take off and sunny day accessories that you'll be sporting all season long, Jenny Kane has quite literally got you covered. Get it? You know, clothes, got you covered, your body. Jenny Kane is your most trusted source for everyday elevated essentials, pieces that will keep you looking and feeling your best for years to come. Jenny Kane has simplified the art of getting dressed. Not only are they beautiful, but the quality of their pieces, you guys, is absolutely unmatched. So I have the Shirling Moroccan slipper in ivory. They look like clouds. They feel like clouds. I literally travel with them. I bring them everywhere. I wear them all day, every day. You need these in your life. I promise you. They're so comfy. I tried them on when we were in New York. Yes. I have the Jenny Kane Shearling Slides. This is more of a shoe that I can wear outside as well as around the house. They're super cute, very soft, very comfortable, amazing quality. So they also have their mules in leather, suede, shearling, and more, which is the classic shoe that started it all. Effortless comfort, endless versatility, look put together in an instant. Jenny Kane believes that getting dressed should be the easiest part of your routine. You might already have a favorite dress or well-worn pair of sandals, but if it doesn't make you say, I'll never take this off, it isn't Jenny Kane. Find your forever pieces at JennyKane.com and get 15% off your first order when you use code what we said at checkout. That is J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code what we said. Go check it out. We asked what makes it hard for you to have self-confidence. And I think the number one answer here, as I've kind of just scrolled through, is 100% comparison. Yeah. Social media, self-doubt, constantly needing validation from others. Social media, it's hard seeing such beautiful women and not feeling insecure. Um, I'm always looking at my flaws. It's so hard to learn to accept them. There's so many. And like, I just want you guys to know, I'm like, scrolling you're completely forever. Alone. Yeah. Like no one else feels this way. <laughs> no, you are clearly, even we said, how many of you struggle with body image issues? 90% of you said yes. Yeah. Like you and are the other 10% so... of you lied. I'm just kidding. Yeah. You guys are so not alone. If you're having trouble having confidence, especially if you're in high school or college, no matter what your age, it doesn't matter. But I feel like those are also really transitional periods of time where it is really hard yeah. to have confidence. And I was actually just telling Chelsea and Beth the other day that I remember like purposefully or like consciously thinking, oh, I could never be a cheerleader because I'm not like hot enough or cute enough for that. Because I literally bought into the stereotype that it's like you have to be tan, skinny and blonde to be a cheerleader yeah. in middle school or high school. And... I was saying what a shame because I actually could have probably been an awesome cheerleader because I did dance here and there. Yeah. And that's actually something I probably would have been really good at, but I literally did not pursue it because I ha I'm like so pale. And I was just like, oh, I've never seen like a red at the time. I just thought like, oh, they're all like blonde, tiny girls. And I'm just like this redhead that's super pale. And I'm just picturing being next to all of them at football games, getting my photo taken. And like my legs are just so, you know, yeah, whatever. And I'm like, what a shame. Like, not that yeah. I would change anything. I'm fine that I wasn't a cheerleader, but it makes me sad that I felt that way about myself and that I didn't pursue things that I probably actually could have been good at because of my literal appearance. Yeah. And we miss out on so many fun things in our lives when we are self-conscious of our body. So many. Because there have been many times where, you know, especially when it comes to something with a swimsuit, like they'll be like, oh, we're going to go on a hike. And then there's like a, a waterfall at the end. <gasps> we're going to go my swimming. My worst nightmare. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, so I'm supposed to wear hiking clothes. And then I'm supposed to change into a swimsuit. And like, no, I'm Literally not doing that. The worst nightmare in high school is like going to the lake. Yes. Because all my friends are tan AF. And I'm like, that's what I'm saying. That was like my thing in high school yeah. where 
I was always like petite and I never was like, I never struggled with my weight or anything in that way where I was like, oh, I don't feel, but I always just thought I was way too pale. And like, I just didn't think I was cute enough to like, if people are like, let's go to the lake. I was like, I'm definitely not going. Yeah. Like 100%. And it's funny because it's like literally nobody, none of your friends were thinking like, oh, JC's going to look horrible at the lake. We were all thinking, I'm going to look so bad at the lake, like individually. And we ruined so many fun experiences in our lives. We miss out on so much of our life when we are so worried about what we look like. It's so sad. And if you're just confident, that's the thing is because the reason that I feel like, not to blame it on others, but the reason I was ever even insecure about that, about like having really pale legs when my friends were tan is because people would comment on it. Like, yeah, you know, guys would be like, whoa, you blinded me or like stuff like that <laughs> yeah. in, in middle school or whatever. And to the point, and unfortunately I let that get to my head and yeah. whatever. But looking back, it's so much more powerful to just be confident in yourself and to like come back with just like a witty remark and be like, and like, yeah, who cares? And then, people respect it. It's like, if you're just confident, then no one, like you were saying, then you just are hot and no one can tell you otherwise. And if someone says, oh my gosh, you need to put tanning stuff on. It's like, okay, well, I'm not going to. Well, it's just like your opinion. It's like, it has nothing to do with me. And if I I think too, when you can be so, what's the word? Apathetic towards comments about your body is when you've made it because you can just be like, I literally do not. It doesn't even phase me. It almost doesn't even register that you commented on my body because it's just like, oh, I I know now it's ingrained in my mind that what people say has nothing to do with me. Then you can just start living your life and doing things. And also it's just like when you go to the lake or when you're going to the beach or you're going swimming at someone's house, it's like, yeah, maybe mean high school boys will say something to you. And guess what? It won't matter in five years. No. They'll probably... Won't even matter Honestly, hon, they'll probably look way worse than you do in five years. It's (laughs) like... And also, it's like, why are we trying to impress these people that we don't even care about that don't even love us unconditionally? So it's like, okay, obviously they're not worth your time. No. If if your friends are saying stuff to you, it's just like, oh, I'm so glad I'm not in your position where I'm just like actually mean and, and unhappy with myself that I have to bring other people down in order to make myself feel better. Exactly. And it's so normal for... I used to think when I was growing up and maybe it's better or worse because of social media, but like, I didn't even know girls had roles like sitting down growing up. Like that's how I saw movies of like in the early 2000s, it was like your stick Mm -hmm. and you have no butt, you have no curves. You need to be a stick and you wear like low rise jeans. Like Mm -hmm. that was ingrained in my mind. So when I had even like roles sitting down, I was like, I hate myself. Like this is horrible. So I don't know if it's like better or worse for girls nowadays because they can see more like, you know, different Body types and styles. I know it's weird because in, in a lot of ways, I feel like social media has been good in some regards, you know, of people all having different body types. And I feel like, like certain things have become more normalized. Like I've even seen on TikTok, a ton of people showing that they have like, you know, that they haven't shaved and like just that, they're, yeah. that they have um, razor bumps and cellulite and I'm like that's honestly that is great because it does normalize things that but at the same time it's weird because I feel like everyone's mental health is still at like an all-time low trying to fit this like perfect standard yeah so it's a weird con it's a weird contradiction yeah I think that just you will always want to be perfect like as people nowadays it's so hard not to want to just strive for that perfection that perfect life, that perfect body, that perfect whatever. But as soon as you can understand that that will absolutely never happen. And in the rare chance that you are the one person in the world who does attain all of that perfection, you will still not be happy. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you understand that, it's like, oh, life is just fun. I can do whatever I want. I can just pick whatever I want to do. I saw this quote. I think I shared it before, but it's like, what if life can just be fun and you just do stuff until you die? I'm like, yeah. Like, why does it have to be this? Like, I have to have this. It's like, you're grasping at everything, like hoping to find the answer to your happiness. But it's like, what if I just have fun today? have fun tomorrow. Have fun the next day until I die. And like make good memories and I'm happy. Exactly. It's like, it's interesting that we're always in pursuit of something when it's like, and then there's always something new once we get the thing that like we originally wanted. Yeah. And it's kind of like, yeah, just it just makes your life kind of hard. Like I even think that way. It's like, okay, when we finally buy a house, it's like then we can settle down and then da da da. And it's just like 
if we're always looking towards the future for when, 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 yeah. uh, there's always going to be a new thing. So exactly. then it's like, you'll never be at peace. Yeah. And then when you get a house, it'll be like, oh, when we get this furniture, when we get this added to our house, when mm-hmm. we have this, when we have that extra car, yeah, when we have the next house, it's like, there's just always more. So just let the more come and don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. What were the other questions that we asked? Let's what gives see. you a confidence boost? Let's read some of these. A hype outfit. Love that. Love it. A bomb chai or matcha. I don't know what about a good drink that just does it. I will say that's so true. Taking care of myself. Totally agree with that one. Dancing, music. Completing hard things I've been working towards. Okay, this this is a hard one for me because I feel like a lot of people are saying compliments. And while I do think like that definitely helps, I feel like it's, you, we should, and I'm not, I'm not trying to like yuck your yums, but I feel like we should try as a society just to get away from thriving off of compliments. Like if once we get a compliment, it's just like, oh yeah, that's like so much to us. I feel like we should start thinking of compliments as gifts and not as like someone spilling a little bit of the truth to us. Like, oh, now I know a little bit more about myself. Instead of it's like, oh, someone decided to give me this gift of like being kind to me today. But it's not like, oh, this person told me that they like my hair. So now that's my now identity. That's my identity. So true. Getting ready for the day. You know what? That I is a good one. Lisa Vanderpump right. always says, get up, put your makeup on, get dressed. It's for kind yourself. of so true. The other day I was having like the worst day ever and I was a troll. Like mm-hmm. I was just wearing sweats, t-shirt. I smelled bad. Like I just was like, I'm gross. I took a shower, exfoliated, shaved, did the whole thing, got out, did my makeup, literally felt like a different person. Yeah, it really is. It's like a refresh. Mm -hmm. Being tan. Not today, honey. I'm like, interesting. (laughs) A trigger. No, actually, so many people said that. Like, I said, what is, where we said, uh, where was it? Sorry, I keep saying I, because I was the one who created the stories, but it was a joint effort. Not really. I mean, you made them. I just said, yeah, that sounds good. I forgot what I said. Oh, yeah. I guess it was just the what gives you a confidence boost. So many people are like, tan. Yeah. Being tan is the only way. Being tan solves everything. I'm like, well, you're not wrong. Dancing and singing in the shower. This is a perfect, this is a great one, I think. Because that is a good example of being in the moment. When you're dancing and singing around your house. Dancing is so, you are in great. the moment. You're only thinking about like that you're actually not thinking about much. You're just thinking about, you know, the moment at hand. Mm-hmm. You're having fun. That's beautiful. We we need to move on actually really fast because we had you guys ask any questions about like body image oh, or confidence. Shit. And I want to end with a few of those. I guess we could go on about this topic for a million years because we took a few tangents and I feel like we could keep talking forever about yeah. it. But I feel like we should talk a little bit about um, shopping, on like a budget. shopping on a budget this summer because... This came to mind. Well, I'm not going to get into it because it'll just take too much time. But I feel like I was on a podcast recently and she was saying how a lot of people were asking her like, I want to look cute this summer. I want to have new clothes and like have fun, you know, cute, trendy outfits. But I look at these influencers and they just spend so much money on clothes. They buy a new bikini. They have a new bikini in every photo. They have a new whole swimsuit look in every single photo. And like, I can't afford to do, you know, to be shopping at Frankie's bikinis every day. Me neither, sis. And it's so crazy because I think, I don't know. I actually had this realization when we were, were we driving here when I was, when we were talking about how like, it is kind of interesting how, I guess out of touch, like, because I I said, I don't want to take back what I said because I still stand behind the fact that a lot of people say like, oh, this person's out of touch. Influencers are out of touch. And I've always kind of been of the belief that it's like, well, everyone's in touch with their own reality. So to say, you know, like that influencer's so out of touch, that is true because they're out of touch with your your reality. Yeah. You guys have different realities. Whereas also I feel the same way about someone who, you know, is in high school right now or someone who works a few jobs and is in college. I'm out of touch with their reality because I have no idea what it's like to be doing that. I'm not going to pretend I do. Yeah. But I do think we've kind of created this culture within just Instagram and stuff where it's like you go online and everyone has a new outfit every single day. And a lot of times it's very expensive. And I've seen that where I'll look at certain influencers. I'm like, I love that. And I click on each piece and I'm like, um, how, 
how the heck, like each piece is literally $500. Yeah. So it start, does start to feel a little bit like almost unattainable where you're just like, okay, I want to be cute, but this seems very overwhelming. Yeah. So what are some tips that you have for like shopping on a budget that come to mind? Yeah, I'm not going to pretend like I'm perfect at this by any means. I definitely spend way too much money on clothes. It's like the one thing that I spend my money on. That's like fun. Yeah. But I will say I have been like this ever since I was little. Like you can ask my mom. I was just like a shopaholic. I loved shopping. I loved picking out outfits. But also it's not like I grew up with a ton of money to shop. So I feel like I would always be very thrifty. Like I would always go to the sales sections of Ross of Forever 21 and look for a very unique piece that was like very cheap. And I would try and dress it up with something and I would try and make it, you know, cute in some way and mix it with, you know, different things. And even now I, rem- I have to remind myself that sometimes I get caught up in buying the new collection and I'm like, I should check out the freaking sale because totally sometimes they have really freaking cute things and they have so like a, a lot better um, prices, obviously, like even on ASOS, like they have sales and they're like pretty cheap and you can get them for like one third of the cost that they originally were. Mm-hmm. And it, it um, makes you be a lot more creative. Yeah. And that being said, with creativity, obviously thrifting's like huge on TikTok. So it's not like we're breaking the news to everyone that you can go thrift shopping to buy cute outfits. But Depop sometimes is a little expensive, but like Etsy, you can buy clothes secondhand places. And also just actually at thrift yeah. stores. You yeah. can go to Goodwill, you can go to DI, you can go wherever and look for vintage pieces. That being said, sometimes though, I will go to a thrift store and I'm like, trying to find a good deal and I just buy things just to buy things because I think it's cheap. But even then I'm like, is this kind of wasting money because I'm not actually going to wear this? Like when I go thrift shopping, I need to just treat it as if I'm regular shopping and not try and just like, you know what I mean? I do the same thing. I've bought a lot of stuff thrift shopping and I realize I haven't really used it, which is like then a waste at that point. I'll buy five things, but I really only ever wear one of those things. Mm -hmm. And I could have just bought that one thing. Yeah. And really liked it. Well, I think a good tip that we've probably talked about before is just accessories. Yes. Accessorizing your outfit is going to take it up so many notches. And that's what I've realized is like, if you can just get a few swimsuits that you like for the summer or a few outfits, like a few t-shirts, a few shorts, I don't know what your vibe is, whatever you want, like a few cute crop tank tops or whatever. I've also seen a lot of people going to Walmart and just like cutting tank, like crop tank tops that are literally $5. It's like, you can definitely find cheap stuff and then just accessorize it. Put on you know, gold hoops, a cute pair of sunglasses, a handkerchief, or what are those called? Not a handkerchief. A scarf? Like a scarf. Yeah. Like yeah. a scarf over your head, you know. How a head scarf. Like yeah. A head scarf. Or use it as like a sarong, like over a mm-hmm. swimsuit. That makes the difference between totally. a cute outfit and just like a eh, whatever outfit. Also, please realize that a lot of influencers are not spending their money on a lot of these things. Like sometimes they get, you know, I will stuff. get sent some stuff. I will will also unfortunately buy a lot of stuff. And sometimes, <laughs> you know, I I may uh I not tell Nick 100 percent of the honest truth when packages come and he's like, Oh, did you buy some of this? And I'm like, Oh, I think I got sent that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I tell him the truth. Don't worry, Nick. But they're not get they're not paying, you know, the pennies for all of these things. Definitely not. Which does make it, it is like actually literally unattainable. Exactly. But even for me, I'm like, I can't afford all the no, clothes that I have. I can't either. And that's something that I feel or like- the should, skincare I have. No, that should be said more often because it's like, yeah, no. Sometimes like, that's what's so, oh wow. We just need to do a whole episode on that. Cause it's like, it's so weird being a part of, being an influencer, being a part of the culture, also having a lot of friends in the industry where it's like, that is yeah. literally- the people I'm surrounded by every day are also Mm -hmm. in this space. And then when I remove myself from it, I'm just kind of shook. Yeah. Because like, I really realize how it is very unique. I get like, it is very, um, most people don't get sent all this stuff. And it's like, we really need to acknowledge that I think more often and like be open about that because we have these girls who are in college who are like, I just want to be cute like that. And it's like, this is not even attainable for me. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was saying. I'm like, if you were actually to go into my bathroom and see how much skincare shiz I have, it's like, you would think I was, you know, not loaded per se. I'm like, you would think I was a millionaire, <laughs> but it's like, you would be like, oh my gosh. Like if, 
if 10 year old me walked into like my bathroom now and saw all of the like stuff I have in my shower, skincare, makeup, hair, like care, when everything. I would go to my friend's house or my cousin's house and they would have so much stuff in their shower, they'd have like cute shampoo, they'd have body scrub, they'd have like body soap. I had none of that growing up. Like I had like a dove soap that I shared with my effing brothers <laughs> and like suave two in one or something. And now like if 10 year old me walked into that, I would just think I was the coolest person ever. But even me now, I cannot afford if If it was just me and I didn't get sent that, I could not afford that. I would have one thing of shampoo and conditioner. I'd have maybe a body thing. And then I'd have some, you know, my one skincare that I use all the time. Definitely. And social media is just so fake. If we're being honest, like it's so fake. And it's like, you can try and be as authentic as possible. But I'll even catch myself where it's like, I've had like, a really hard day or something and then I'll start feeling better and I'll like post some stories or something and I'm like oh people literally just think that I had like the coolest best day ever from like these few photos when yeah. like really I was crying all day yeah and like I did not even have a good day but that being said it's like you also don't want to be you don't want to feel like oh I, I need to tell everyone that I cried today because mm-hmm. it's like then at that point yeah. You know what I mean? You want to share the highs and you sometimes the, you have to talk about the lows. Exactly. A bit. But it's like, you just, every, I'm saying that because I just feel like everyone really needs to know that no one's life is perfect at all. Yeah. No. And also I think this all ties into detaching from what you look like with your self-worth and how, and how much happiness you can feel in your life. And once you can detach those two, like you actually have the answers yourself to all of these questions that you're asking us. It's exactly. like, it, it just kind of all runs together, like, you know, shopping and, and wanting to keep up with the, you know, literally I almost said keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> literally though, Keeping honestly. up with the Joneses. Um, this is a little bit more specific, but I feel like I need to say this because I also had the sweet girl that I follow on Instagram I don't know if I should say her name because I don't know if she like wants me to say that we were talking about this, but it's not. she basically had posted something and she's like a bigger breasted woman as well. Like she has, you know, you know, she's well endowed. <laughs> and I saw the video that she had posted. I didn't think anything of it. Like I thought she looked beautiful. What is and the video of? It's just, um, I don't want to give too much away, but it was just like her, um, like in a swimsuit, okay. like doing photography. Okay. And like getting pictures taken of her, basically okay. like, very innocent photos. And she basically was like, oh my gosh, like I had to, she posted on her story, like I had to delete a lot of my comments because I was getting like so many comments, basically se- sexualizing me. And then also like mom saying like, I can't believe that you would post this. Like, this is so, you know, inappropriate, blah, blah, blah. And and she was just like, I just feel sick. Like I don't want to, whatever. And I messaged her and I'm like, oh, I already know she's going to get messages from people being like, Oh, I wish I had that problem, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I just want to validate you that that is such a real feeling and that it actually makes you feel sick. Like it actually makes you feel just like weird that people were sexualizing you for something that it was just like, this is just the way, like the way I that can't I can't leave these at home. I can't put them in my closet. Like they're on me all the time. So what, I can't wear a swimsuit just be like everybody else. It's like, I made this TikTok a while ago and it's like girls with like A cups, posing in bikinis and it's like Instagram they're like clapping like you guys are so cute and then it's like a girl with triple D's or something like posting in a bikini and they're like can't make a wife out of a hoe (laughs) and it's so true it's like whenever I for a long time had like will hesitate to post bikini photos especially like up close of me or like you know anything like that like I will want to wear like a very covered swimsuit and because there anytime, well, actually I know why I'm like, oh, I remember my trauma. But <laughs> in high school, I posted my first ever bikini photo, like from my belly button up. Basically, I was in the pool like one day just wearing like one bikini. And these guys that were my friends screenshotted it and started drawing stuff in my cleavage and were what? like reposting it. Yeah. Wait, I do not know the story. Yes. And I'm like, I, name the guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready. I'm like, I'll name them. First and last <laughs> name. Send you, send you their address. No. And they're my friends. And I was in like, high school. Yeah. Well, I think I maybe had just graduated. Uh, uh, uh. And I was I do not know the story. So shook. Like I felt sick. I'm like, I know that sounds stupid, but it's just like you're sexualizing my body and you're drawing attention to something that I already feel like insecure about. And uh, I just don't like that you're doing that. And so I never. I'm sorry. I need more details. What were they drawing and sending or they, posting? Okay, you know what? It was actually no. It's funny. But um, remember the trend on Twitter where you would like take a photo and then you'd zoom in more and more and like then you'd find the Illuminati circle. They did I, that. Like, <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> that's actually hilarious. But you know what I mean? Like I was mortified. Oh, when 100%. that happened because they had zoomed in on my cleavage and I was just like, I'd never shown that before. Yeah. So I was instantly like, okay, so I can never show these again because otherwise it's like, it draws attention. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I was saying even any picture that you would post if you yeah. are in a bikini doing anything, I'm like, if I posted that, no one yeah. would say a word because yeah. I have no boobs. Yeah. And I <laughs> so. also, I also always like, so I was telling her this. I was like, I want you to know these feelings are completely valid. It feels so icky when people sexualize you or like comment on it when it's just like, this had nothing to do with what I was talking about. I'm right. just like trying to show you my outfit again. I can't leave these at home. I can't put these away. Like these are on me always. Forever. And she was just like, thank you so much. Like I'm getting so many messages like again wish I had that problem. Like, don't complain about this, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, you oh, you don't really feel validated in it because you feel like people are like thinking you're subtly bragging, but it's like actually so annoying. Yeah. So anyway, some girl was like, I'm a 30 something D and I struggle finding pieces that are trendy, but won't make me look like a hoe. And all I have to say to that is just wear whatever the heck you want because <laughs> I was like, you're going to look like a hoe anyways. <laughs> but I've just had to accept that as well. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to wear a bikini, the same bikini, any of my friends or anybody that I know would wear and it wouldn't be fine. But when I wear, I feel like I look like... And it would be fine. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I look like a hoe and I'm just like, who cares? Like, this is my body. This is what I look like. If people are sexualizing me, that's their own issue. They have, they'll have that to deal with, but... Totally. Find something that's comfortable that wear you like that and that's all. Girl. Yeah. Wear what you feel comfortable in. Everyone else's opinions... Who gives a shiz? I know I don't. <laughs> I know that's right. Okay, we got to stop because we're going to go over time. But we could talk for six hours about this. Yes, we could. So maybe we'll do like another like Q&A type episode soon. But thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys have the hottest of hot girl summers ever. I hope you know how amazing, beautiful, stunning, um, confident we're like skinny legends you are <laughs> just like goes against everything we're saying you guys are all amazing and just from the kind messages that you sent us mm-hmm. I know yes. that you guys are queens we know you're hot girls so get ready for the best summer of your life you're the one who gets to control your attitude I want you to decide right now if you're going to have a fun summer or not and it doesn't matter what vacations you're going on what you look like what clothes you have decide right now in your mind say I'm going to have such a fun summer. I'm going to have the best summer. We're going to have the best summer. Yeah. I can't wait. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want to screenshot this episode and post it to your story, feel free. If you want to give us a rating and review, hey, why not? Why not? You know, we're trying to drown out some of the other ones. So go Yeah, <laughs> leave us a rating and review. Five stars, nothing less, nothing more. <laughs> um, love you guys so much. And that's, that's what, what we, we said. said. Bye.